Chapter thirty two of the story of John Wesley told to boys and girls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The story of John Wesley told to boys and girls by Marianne Kierlew. Chapter thirty two. In 1749, Mr. Wesley paid a visit to Ireland, where already he had many followers. His brother Charles had visited there two years before, and was a great favorite, for the Irish people love music, and would always go to hear his hymns. In many places in Ireland, the Methodists were treated quite as badly as they were in our own country. But the same angel of the Lord that protected them in England followed them across the Irish Sea. There is a funny story told of how they were once saved from a band of rough men. The Roman Catholics persecuted them so much at Wexford that they were obliged to hold their meeting secretly in a barn. Once, one of their persecutors got to know the night they were having a meeting, and told his companions he would hide himself in the barn before the service began, and then, when it commenced, he would open the door to them. They thought this was a splendid idea. So the man went to the barn, and there found an old sack or bag big enough for him to get into. Into this he crept, and by and by the people began to come, and the service commenced. First they sang a hymn, and somehow the man in the bag enjoyed it so much he quite forgot what he had come into the barn for he listened until the hymn was finished and then he listened to the prayer that followed and after that he could not listen any more he couldn't get out of the bag and he couldn't do anything but groan and cry god through the hymn and the prayer, had touched his heart, and he felt himself to be the greatest sinner in Ireland. So he groaned and groaned, and at last some of the congregation heard him. They looked towards the place where the mysterious sound came from, but could see nothing except what looked like a sack of potatoes. Still, the groaning went on, and some of the people got frightened, and were quite sure there was a boogie in the barn. At last, one or two ventured to go nearer to the sack. Then someone peeped in, and the poor trembling Irishman was discovered. He confessed to his purpose in hiding himself told them God had stopped him in his evil plan, and begged them to pray for him. So the service was turned into a prayer meeting. The man was converted, and became one of the best Methodists in Wexford. Some of my readers 
will be wondering if mr john and mr charles were ever married and if they had any boys and girls of their own just before mr wesley went to ireland in seventeen forty nine he married his brother charles to the daughter of a welshman and mr wesley himself was married two years later to a lady who was a widow you will be sorry to hear that this lady was not at all nice she treated her husband most unkindly and made him very unhappy though mr wesley was so fond of children he never had any of his own mr charles had eight but only three lived to grow up his wife was a good kind lady they were very happy he did not travel about so much after he was married but spent a great deal of his time writing his beautiful hymns these two brothers always remained the best of friends in one of his letters charles wrote to john i wish we could be oftener together it might be better for both of us let us be useful in our lives and at our death not be divided before i close this chapter i want to tell you of the first two black men who were converted through the preaching of a methodist living at wandsworth a little place near london where mr wesley had gone to preach was a gentleman named nathaniel gilbert he had come from the west indies where he employed a great many negroes two of these negroes he had brought over to england with him and when mr wesley paid a visit to mr gilbert and preached in his house these two black men were converted when they returned to the west indies they along with mr gilbert preached the gospel of jesus to the dark people in those far-away islands shall we whose souls are lighted with wisdom from on high shall we to men benighted the lamp of life deny salvation o salvation the joyful sound proclaim till earth's remotest nation has learnt messiah's name End of chapter thirty two